0: Welcome to episode 13 of Roll the Credits Podcast with Aaron and Brian. On this week's episode, we have uh, a few little notes for you. Not a real big week uh, in the news uh, category here. Obviously, we'll pay tribute to uh, Stan Lee, the Marvel giant. Um... A few other little notes. Uh, we'll also be giving you reviews this week. Brian will have a review for Fantastic Beasts 2. And we'll also both be having a review for Widows, which we went and saw yesterday. Um, and at the end, basing it off of Widows, which we saw yesterday, which was a heist movie, we are going to do a four-person... Uh, we will each be giving you guys um, a team of heist members essentially what we would recruit if we were performing a heist. Uh and that will surely be interesting. Uh to say the least. Hopefully we won't have any uh, repeats in our team, but we'll see. That's okay. Uh when the time comes. I mean there's a lot to pick from from that so it's not very limited. Um so uh Brian, how's your week been?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. You know, got to go to movies twice this week. Um other than the terrible weather we had here in Pennsylvania on Thursday, awful, and the terrible roads because of that. Uh, it's a pretty good week. Yeah, for you guys to the, any listeners outside of Pennsylvania, if you exist, um, we got sent, not not that much snow for the area, but it's kind of early. But just the roads were terrible, which caused highways to close down and backups along every which way that caused. Most people, it took three to four times as long as it normally does to get home from their places at work, which is ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really so much the snow as it was the snow, the sleet, the freezing rain. It was a really bad mixture going on mm-hmm. all day. Um, not just us. I think New York got hit by it, too. A few, a few quite a bit of places. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's that time of the year. I'm not thrilled about it but uh yeah. it is what it is oh uh, well snow here we come okay. uh, <laughs> so uh yeah um we'll get the get started here obviously you know at the beginning of the week we found out that uh marvel great stan lee had passed away mm. uh very unfortunately he was i believe 95 so yep. i mean it's not we all knew it was coming eventually I'm really... Uh, I mean, the saddest thing is really that he just didn't get... He didn't live long enough to see Marvel, or Avengers 4 here released in theaters and, and the the mega capacity that that's going to bring. Um,
1: I feel like he has to know, or he had to have known at least most of what it's involved. Like, he didn't get to see the final cut, but I mean...
0: That's not necessarily like what I mean, though. I mean, like, he didn't yeah. get to see, like... I, I mean Avengers 3 was be, huge But I mean this is going to be even bigger So like yeah I mean it's uh, It kind of sucks I think that's A big thing that everybody was really hoping That he could finally see the end of this um, Chapter essentially in, in Marvel but um, I, I mean I'll pass it over To you Brian I'm sure you have better things to say As <laughs> you're a bit of a bigger Marvel fan Than I am With
1: Yeah I mean it was just I saw it on um, Saw the little news thing pop up at work When I was at work on Monday and it was just kind of like i stopped and i don't know it it was it was really sad and i mean i know for me and probably and millions of other people all over the world the characters and universes and imagination that stanley created and brought to us has just brought me so much joy in my life and and just excitement and happiness and i loved every second of all the Marvel movies and I know there's plenty of other people out there that feel that and I mean he's not, he was 95 so he lived a good life and he got to see his creation become what it is today one of the biggest things in the world in general so yeah it was sad but
0: yeah uh, so yeah unfortunately uh, that happened um, moving on though uh, we have a few release dates that have come out this week. Um, Child's Play Reboot obviously the Chucky character for horror fans out there uh, the reboot is apparently hitting theaters June 21st of next year um, I was never a huge fan of the uh, Chucky films not, I mean they're not bad but I mean just, uh, I hate the I hate dolls, I hate the, the <laughs> idea of living dolls, I hate chill creepy children like those are my two biggest like hang-ups always um so maybe that played into it but uh from what i read it's supposed to have a different backstory than the original one it's not that like a serial killer possesses the doll after after death it's i think um supposedly around a chinese manufacturer i guess somebody that created the doll um ended up switching around some of its components to make it like a monster essentially um that's I'm pretty sure I read that correctly but uh, so that'll be an interesting take on it um uh June 21st again 2019 is when that'll be hitting I theaters like that's an
1: interesting release date for a horror movie uh,
0: I mean for that type of like I mean like a slasher yeah probably those are typically like Halloween and stuff like that um yeah i mean the kind of you know artsy horror films not necessarily an odd time for it you know hereditary I believe, yeah. came out in like may this year or something like that and get out in february um so yeah i mean that is a strange time we'll see if it gets pushed back or anything but um yeah june 21st 2019 for that and in the world of netflix uh for any fans out there like myself and brian included mm-hmm. um a series of unfortunate events the final season uh season three is set to hit on january 1st uh, which is a monday um i know it was noted that that's kind of an odd time i believe netflix typically drops on fridays for a series um i think but obviously clearly they're trying to get it out there on January 1st for people to you know spend their day binge watching uh while they're off and recovering from hangovers uh um, yeah, that's the this target will, yeah i mean hey, uh, yeah i mean that's that's netflix for you and it, it's great um i We'll for sure be uh, watching it. I might watch it that day, depending on uh, I'm actually watching The Wire. I finally got around to that. So uh, if I'm actually finished with that by January, I'll get around to it. Um, obviously, this will um, play out the final two books in the series of Unfortunate Events uh, saga. And we're, we will see if we actually get a conclusion, which the books never left us on. Um, it is Supposedly, they said that it they are revealing stuff which all i don't know th- yeah i don't know if this was an actual long play from lemony stick but um yeah i mean they say they're gonna reveal everything and all the answers uh which they never really did in, in the book series um which really just left us on on cliffhangers uh so we'll see um i'm excited for that uh see how that finally ends ends out um in other news uh, the Mandalorian Star Wars TV series that we have talked about plenty of times in the past uh, <laughs> that will be on Disney Plus. Uh, Pedro Pascal from Kingsman 2 and Narcos and uh, plenty of other things that I can't think of off the top of my head uh, is in talks to star in the TV series as the main character, I believe, um, which. Uh, pretty good i mean he's getting out there pretty heavily in in a lot of things so that'll be pretty cool to see um especially them attaching a a pretty hefty name onto the series going forward um that is directed by john favreau if i remember correctly um any thoughts on that there brian
1: i mean uh i'm very excited one because it's star wars series but uh i saw him in kingsman 2 and haven't seen enough on narcos i mean that's like everything else is on my watch list eventually. Um, but I, I think that's a great choice for the lead. So it makes me even more excited.
0: All right. Um, another news, uh, another Netflix news, I should say, uh, new Netflix movie that's going to be coming. Uh, I believe it's called DACA is set to star Chris Hemsworth and David Harbor. Uh, if you remember for, uh, Hopper from stranger things and he is playing Hellboy um, in a few months, um, is a new movie coming to netflix it is written by joe russo of the russo brothers from avengers fame um and chris hemsworth is expected to play the lead in the series it centers around a the kidnapping i guess of a child um in a drug war um hemsworth is expected to play the lead good guy um it's unclear who uh, David Harbour will be playing, whether he will be the enemy or whether he will be on Hemsworth's team. Uh, but sounds interesting. They got the good Hemsworth brother, and I'll I'll die on that hill that one is not good and one's good. Um, well, there's actually
1: three of them, so uh,
0: the other one might be better than Liam too. Liam just doesn't <laughs> play in any movies I enjoy, so that's not my fault. And Chris seems to be in everything I ever enjoy, so.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, it's pretty. I think it's pretty obvious and pretty well agreed upon that Chris is a much better actor and enjoyable actor than Liam is. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, also he plays my favorite Marvel character, Thor, so oh, yeah. I mean, that is what it is. Um, but yeah, so that'll be interesting to see. I mean, Netflix movies have been seemingly getting a little bit better as it goes on. Um, yeah. Especially when it comes to the action ones. I know, like, Bright got kind of... Bright was... a lot of people liked it critics in um but yeah we'll see um how netflix does moving forward here with what i assume will be a, a bigger movie um in the landscape of things
1: yeah i'm excited for it i mean i saw it was joe russo uh directing it uh that was a great thing and i've seen he's not directing it or he's, he's writing a, it. writing it sorry yeah
0: um the director is uh one of the stunt uh A guy who was a stunt coordinator i guess for either a few of their films or something like that and was also from what i remember he was he was chris evans stuntman in one of the captain america movies um i think this will be his debut directorially speaking um but yeah so that's interesting i mean it's two people that know each other pretty
1: well um yeah, and yeah. David
0: Harbour's uh, becoming a pretty big name in Hollywood. So, yeah, that'll be interesting. I'll definitely keep my eye on that when that ends up dropping.
1: Yeah, I've seen some clips of, I think Chris Hemsworth posting another on Twitter, of them filming, and they're in India or Indonesia right now. And just scenes, I don't know, looks exciting. I hadn't heard about it until, like, after they were just the random clips on Twitter. So.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> and also moving forward, not only all the other things he's done, but we, I know I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast. But Chris Hemsworth is also in the uh, upcoming Men in Black uh, like spinoff, yes, reboot uh, with Tessa Thompson. So another thing that I, I'm really excited for going forward, for sure, uh, from him. Um, in other news, uh, I don't I don't watch the Supergirl TV series um, on CW. I believe is where yeah. it is. Uh, but when I saw this, I was very, I, I don't know. Uh, John Cryer from Two and a Half Men fame, uh, as Alan Harper, is set to play Lex Luthor going forward. Um, I don't know what John, I, I stopped watching Two and a Half Men when, uh, Charlie Sheen got the boot. Um, and, and it was pretty funny up until then. I don't know what John Cryer's been doing since then, but this just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see this. Um... Supergirl is one of the more <laughs> shit-on superhero uh, TV shows. I, have, I think it has like a 6.5 user score or something like that on IMDb. It, it was pretty low last time I ever looked at it. Um, so this, I guess, makes sense in that, in that form. Like, I, I don't really know. Uh, you keep up more with the CW yeah. uh, TV series, uh, so give me your take on that.
1: I don't know. I mean, Supergirl, I'm not fully cut up on this season, I think I've only watched the first, like, episodes of this season so far. But when I saw it come out, I was like, wait, the dude from Two and a Half Men is playing (laughs) Lex Luthor? (laughs) It doesn't make sense at all. And I don't... I I don't know. I just don't see him in that role because, I mean, Lex Luthor is a super intelligent, evil, bad guy. It's just tall. It's like... it, It almost, like, matches Superman... In like every in every way, you know my superpowers, but I don't see John Cryer in that at all. So I'm very intrigued by this casting. So
0: yeah, I mean it's it's certainly uh, it's certainly interesting at at the least. Um, Yeah, we'll see we'll see. I know public was pretty split on it from Supergirl fans, Um, but yeah, uh, who knows? Um, In bigger and better news, and the best news of the week. So last week on the podcast, we talked uh, a decent amount about Detective Pikachu and how the trailer will be <laughs> dropping this month. Well, it dropped the day after our podcast aired. Um, and, <laughs> wow, I'm so freaking excited for this. Uh, it looks a lot better than I anticipated. Um, I like, you know, I, a lot of people are ripping, like, what some of the Pokemon look like. I you're just scared uh like that's all it is like we all grew up with these pokemon being 2d characters on on a video game um i would much rather have jigglypuff have fur than to be like skin that would be weird looking i think um so yeah i don't know i i think the cgi on it looks pretty good and from what we saw apparently also isn't necessarily a finished product um they're still working on it a bit uh it looks great um ryan reynolds voicing pikachu was was great and and clearly has the ryan reynolds kind of vibe to it for sure uh which is fun <laughs> like um the part where he's talking to the kid for the first time he was like oh i'm so lonely uh it was such a ryan reynolds kind of thing um to add in there so yeah I, i'm super excited for this it looks great um it, <laughs> god <laughs> go ahead go ahead, brian the, i don't want to keep the thing like, about it
1: i can't now after deadpool if i'm hearing ryan Re- ryan reynolds voice but not seeing his face i just think it's deadpool like so i'm picturing deadpool playing pikachu and it's hilarious uh the movie yeah we were kind of we weren't trashing it last episode but we were like oh this will be interesting how this is the cgi does look really good on it and the story sounds semi-interesting and it's ryan reynolds and who doesn't love ryan reynolds so i just i just pictured deadpool playing pikachu and i can't seem to get past that <laughs> but i i'll be seeing this movie and it seems like it'll be very funny and enjoyable so
0: yeah um for sure um and one of the things we were also interested in is like how do they portray you know a voice talking pika pikachu and stuff like that that speaks english and stuff and i think pika pika yeah and i think they tackle very well as the kid can hear them but like other people can't so like the kid has a special connection to them uh kind of like how kind of like how the pokemon games and series kind of went um in that sense, but yeah, like regular people just hear Pika Pika, but the kid can hear, you know, Ryan Reynolds' voice. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think that's really cool. Um, that's probably the best and safest way they could go about it. Yeah. Um, and they have, yeah, like I, I'd mentioned, you know, you have all these other Pokemon involved in There's it. There's so many just in stuff. the
1: background. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. I, I think it's going to be really good. And I think a lot of uh, fellow Pokemon fans like myself who grew up attached to the series, you know, trading cards, TV series, uh, Game Boy games, all oh, that stuff. Yeah, this movie's is um, going
1: to be an easy billion dollars.
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be like I would mentioned to you the other day. Toy Story 4, Toy Story series is huge they had to drop three different videos like within two days um, to even touch the views that the Detective Pikachu one touched, um, which kind of just shows how big it is uh, in comparison to another huge series dropping things. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited for it. Um, it's slated to come out the week after Avengers <laughs> 4, which I think either one of those is going to either Avengers is going to push itself up a, a week or two, which and Pikachu, or Pikachu will bump itself back. I, I, I cannot I, see it coming out a week like, after.
1: Yeah, they really should push a week. Because, I mean, right now there's nothing else slated for the weekend that Avengers 4 comes out, which is smart. Because any movie that comes out that weekend or the weekend after Avengers 4, just don't expect to make much money. Like,
0: Yeah, I mean, and I, I think that's... Uh, I mean you people could speculate on it I, it's the solo effect um solo exactly. came out a week after Deadpool or a week or two after Deadpool um, and within like the same like month frame as Avengers so like and people that are Star Wars fans are I'm not saying all of them but like most of them are probably also Marvel fans Yeah, uh, you know you geekdom knows no bounds um <laughs> and i feel the same about you know pokemon and stuff like that you're probably also a fan of, it. so like i feel like it would be best to kind of move it a little bit away but at the same time we'll see i know like over the last year you know we've been going to the theater quite frequently frequently and it feels like we just constantly there's more and more people going to the movies so we'll see but i definitely think that that in one way or the other, it's not going to release the week after Avengers. Um, so we'll see. Uh, how that moves going forward. Brian, do you have any more uh, news for us?
1: Uh, well, touch on, you mentioned the Toy Story 4 trailer drop this week. Um, I mean, like you said, it's a huge series. Uh, well, Everyone thought the third one was the final one in the installment, and then a few years ago, they' like, oh no, we're going to make a fourth one. That'll be the last one. Um, and it's all the same voices that it's been since the late 90s which I think is great um I mean I'm personally very excited for this movie just because I love the trilogy and they've added some good additional voices like the second video they dropped is uh Keon Peele's they keep Michael I'm gonna whatever Keon Peele they each have a character in these in the new movie that they're like uh Carnival prizes animals like uh, Jordan Peele is a stuffed rabbit or bunny or whatever, and Michael Key is a little chick or bird or whatever. And then the video that dropped was them like, "Yo, did you see like the Toy Story Four trailer drop?" And it's just it's a little you should go watch it because it's really funny. They're, it's reminiscent of their characters. Um, when they're at Central the two. Uh, hotel workers that were always talking about movies and celebrities and stuff it's hilarious um and when I saw they are added to the film it made me very excited um so that trailer that comes out I think it's slated for an end of June release in 2019 like June 21st or something um and then one other last piece of news uh someone also who died this week uh, I think it was on Friday William Goldman died who was the he was the author and then screenwriter for the Princess Bride, which personally is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think one of the greatest movies of all time. He also did screenplay for uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, um, all the President's Men, and he I think he won an Oscar or two for different screenplays. Um, so it was definitely sad to see him go I think he was somewhere in his late 80s 87 88 um, so yeah lost another not quite as big of a name as Stanley but a definitely a strong name in in Hollywood that sad to see him go so but that's about it for news for the week uh I think we're gonna get started and go into our reviews I went and saw fantastic beast the crimes of Grindelwald on Friday night Aaron did not go he had not seen the previous one. Even though I tried to get him to watch it so he could go, but, you know.
0: I, I try, I've been telling you guys, I've been harping on it all the time. The casting for this movie sucked, and I, I had no interest.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like Eddie Redmayne or Johnny Depp. Okay, I understand that about Johnny Depp, but whatever. The movie, uh, I mean, it was, it was good. It wasn't great. Um, it, it didn't quite meet the first one as as good as i mean the first one also wasn't a fantastic movie but it was a above average movie this one i mean critics at least rotten tomato wise it's definitely gone down the last week it's down to like a 40 percent or something um users are loving it it's very i mean it's it's the harry potter world like i just the world that's been created from it from jk rowling um it's it's just amazing. It's so cool to watch all the magic that's involved and they introduce more beasts into it. Uh it, it was very it was enjoyable to watch, um, but unfortunately, like there were some plot points that were just added that didn't seem to make sense at all and there was a lot going on and in the last like half an hour it seems like they were just throwing in some things to set it up for the next movie because if you didn't know these fantastic beast movies there's going to be five of them so this was the second of five and so they they were just trying to set up for the third one um anything else i want to say i mean Ed, i think eddie redmayne does a really good job at playing a socially awkward i i he might be autistic, I'm not sure if they actually have said if he's aut- autistic or not, but he's a socially awkward character that's just, he's really kind, and it's nice to kind of see that in a hero, or in someone that's portrayed as a hero, taking, you know, as opposed to all those super masculine kind of heroes that are in most most movies, but um, eh, it was good. I gave it a, a 70 out of 100, so a solid 7 out of 10. Uh, you usually your score is somewhere like a seven and a half or something but if you enjoyed Harry Potter ever and or the, the fantastic beast movies you'll you'll enjoy this movie it's good but um yeah that that's all I'll say about it
0: I just want to point out one more thing real fast um the name of the movie the series is fantastic beasts and I don't think I saw a single beast in the trailer so
1: that's a lot down I, d- I don't did you watch the trailer, then? Because there are beasts in the trailer. What kind of beasts? I just saw people. Um, well, there's the Niffler, who is... What the f- what? The Niffler is, like, this little, the like... Niffler? Niffler, that's its name. It's, like, this little thing that almost looks is like... Is that, a Digimon? <laughs> no, uh, it looks sort of like a... A platypus, almost. Um, that... Is attracted to and steals anything like shiny or valuable or whatever. Um, he's kind of like the main beast that he deals with. It was, uh, I think, a fan favorite in the first one. So like
0: that sounds like it a... back
1: into the second one. He's he's, he's adorable and he's funny too. Oh, I mean, yeah,
0: stealing shit that's adorable. So, uh, he, watch cute. the movie. Real, cute. real I, cute. Watch the movie.
1: Stealing stealing things is real cute. Well, <laughs> no, because I mean the new Eddie Redman's character then like you know takes it out he has a pouch that the niffler has a pouch that he stuffs it all into and he like takes it out and puts it back or at least back to the same area you know but and there was this giant like lion creature thing that was kind of almost kind of like a a chinese new year dragon but it had like the head of a lion it was really cool to see there's plenty of beasts in it It's, it's great you just weren't paying attention because you don't care
0: I don't know. This Niff, Niffler thing doesn't sound fantastic to me. So that's just, that's just my opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, we saw uh, Widows as well. Uh, we went saw that yesterday. Uh, we were going to see it Thursday, but the uh, snow came. Let's see what's up. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, Widows. We went and saw, um, and I gave it an eighty out of hundred. Um, I think our combo score was an eighty-one point two, from what I saw earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really good movie. Uh, I'm gonna keep it relatively simple here. Um, it's well mixed. I thought um, it's full of the you know typical Gillian Flynn twists. Um, it's got high entertainment value, I think, and it mixes really well with social politics and stuff. It doesn't make the movie, you know, fully about it, but there's definitely, you know, the, you know, it throws in, you know, an unarmed black man getting shot by police officers, it, uh, interracial, uh, marriages and stuff like that. Um, it definitely tackles a lot of that stuff. Um, and the other thing I really liked about it is that Stephen McQueen and Gillian Flynn, um, who I believe co-wrote wrote the movie together and Steve McQueen uh, directed it, um, for a movie with so many characters, like such a diverse cast, um, they took the time, the necessary time, to add depth to the characters mm-hmm. so that you cared about it. Like, you understood everyone's story. You understood where everyone came from, which uh, I know sometimes, you know... You'll see movies like that and it's, you know, you feel like it's kind of a lull, which it can be at times during the movie. Um, but I think the build... You get to a solid payoff with it. Um, it's definitely well worth waiting through, unlike, you know, I talked last week with The Girl in the Spider's Web. Where, you know, it just doesn't... There's not much of a build in that compared to this. And this you get a payoff, that you don't really get a payoff to. Um... So, yeah, I think it's very entertaining. I think it's a really worthwhile movie. If you're interested in heist movies, it's really well done. If you've seen 12 Years a Slave, which was Stephen McQueen's last film that he, he did and he won an Oscar for and stuff like that, um, I think it's well worth the watch. It's definitely an entertaining movie and a, a great cast all around.
1: Yeah, um, I also had given it an 80 out of 100. Um, it's a very enjoyable movie. The, it's a very strong cast. I mean, you have... Viola Davis in it, Colin Firth in it. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez Colin, in it.
0: Colin Farrell. Not Farrell. Colin Far- I don't know why Jesus. I said Firth. Brian I'm sorry.
1: Just... That's my that's my gimmick in this podcast. I mess up names all the yes. time. <laughs> yes.
0: Um <laughs> I'm gonna get it out of the way. <laughs> oh, this... Brian Tyree Henry, because I know you'll mess that up.
1: No, I was gonna I was gonna get that. Brian Tyree Henry is in. Oh, he does. A, I think he does a great job as well as uh, Daniel Kaluuya. I may have said that oh, wrong. But It was God. very close um elizabeth de i could go on. and just it's stop. It's, it's, just, a, it's a okay it's a very strong cast and i think each of them hold their own and do a great job viola davis as the lead uh definitely uh kept kept the movie going forward and strong with all so many things going happening in her life at that time and pushing through and being uh like the mass, mastermind of sorts behind this heist um I'm going to say, I felt like the heist would have been bigger. Like, they got a lot of money, but it, it seemed to be not that hard of a heist, um, which I was kind of hoping for more of a payoff. Like, it did have a payoff, like you mentioned. Um, but I don't know. It just seemed like the movie did a good job. It kept building and building, but then I thought the heist went by fast. Um, but yeah, it's well, really I well mean- written.
0: Uh, not the sp- I'm not gonna try and spoil the movie, but it's not like they're robbing, you know, three casinos in Las Vegas. <laughs> I mean, it, true. It, yeah, I mean, it, like the whole basis of the movie, the heist does play a huge part in it, and that's uh, ultimately like a, a big part of the payoff. But it's also not the main part of the movie, as is you know the Ocean's movies and stuff like that.
1: Yeah. True. True. Yeah. As as kind of more about bringing those main women together. Um, after each I mean you can get this from the trailer each of their husbands were on, on part of the same heist crew uh, that were killed and that's what brought them together um when I say Steve McQueen I think did a great job directing it there was some very artistic shots and way he wanted to do things um, that I liked and were different that you don't really see um, yeah I, there's not too much I'll add the fun, one more thing that I found interesting so John bernellll, it's in a movie like you know his name's on the poster, and you see him briefly in the trailer. This might be the smallest role I've seen him in on the screen for such. I mean, nowadays after Walking Dead and Punisher, like he's become a decent-sized name. Like he's not huge, but he's he's a big name. He might have only had ninety seconds, two minutes of screen time, which was kind of disappointing because I really like him as an actor. Um, and that's that's not a spoiler or anything and just adding that in there it was interesting to just not use him that much but
0: yeah so that, there you go folks if you're going to the movies to see john berthnall in this movie don't if that's the only reason you're going to see him i should say
1: true yeah uh yeah that's about it i think it, it there like you had said it was a little a few lulls that time but it wasn't too bad it was a very enjoyable movie and if you enjoy heist movies um and thrillers it's it's a good movie. You should go see it.
0: All right. Uh, so yeah, that's our reviews for the week. Um, Brian, did you give out the combo score for Fantastic Beasts?
1: With the oh ears? no, give me one second. I can pull it up. I already
0: it, have it up. It's sixty five point five. I just I wasn't uh, really sure if. if yeah, I, I heard forgot you say to say that. Not. Yeah, um,
1: the the critic i have kind of dragged it down. So, like I said, that forty percent Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, dragged it into the sixties, but. It is what it is. Like I said, it it wasn't as good as the first one. So,
0: yeah, uh, I think it's also like the first in the you know J.K. Rowling series to be, um, rotten. Rotten, yeah. I think so. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, like we said at the beginning of the uh, podcast, our fun little end of the show uh, thing this week is going to be a heist team. Uh, Each of us are gonna pick uh, four people. Four movie characters i should say um to create a heist team with us um no real background to it um i will say that uh i think we both kind of picked four roles and Mm -hmm. then put people in that role i did leader driver tech weapons and i'll do mine in that order specifically um and brian you can do how brian go ahead with yours uh do however you feel best yeah
1: i'll go along with that order like i had is about that the I uh, had the mastermind, driver, muscle, and tech. Um, so I'll start off uh, kind of the brains mastermind behind it. Uh, I picked Danny Ocean from the Ocean's Trilogy. Um, <laughs> don't tell me you have it. No, never mind. We'll just find out. Whatever. Um, I think the first, Ocean's thirteen and or Ocean's 11 and 13, um, 12, not so much. With 11 and 13 were both very good heist movies, and he kind of thinks his character George Clooney's character thinks things out, multiple steps in advance and just ha- is prepared for what could go wrong and what will go next and I mean that's the thing you want for the brand's the operation to think of the best outcome and the worst outcome and everything in between which I think he does a great job for it. So go on who was what is your brains for the operation
0: uh so my leader originally i'm gonna switch it right now on the fly uh, i'm glad i had a backup pick for this i had danny ocean uh, oh, but i am gonna switch gosh. it just so that because of i like it was the obvious kind of pick obvious um it kind of was i mean in such a big movie but i'll go a little less low-key a little more low-key with it and i'll go dom cobb from inception uh the leader of that crew uh played of by course, leo dicaprio of course
1: you're gonna pick leo dicaprio
0: I, to be honest with you, when I first started trying to think of this list, my first idea was I was just going to do four Liam (laughs) characters, but it didn't really work out. (laughs) Yeah, he Um, can't.
1: Never mind. Never mind. Don't tell me I can't.
0: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, he's the leader of the kind of Inception crew there, Um and, you know, a weird heist, but a heist nonetheless. Uh, so, yeah, Dom Cobb from Inception is my leader, the leader of my crew. All
1: right. Um, now I feel like we're going to have multiple duplicates. I hope you're prepared to use all your backups. Um, I hope this isn't the same for The Driver and a more recent movie, uh, Baby from Baby yep. Driver. <laughs> yep, figured. No, nope,
0: uh, that's not my pick, but I, I knew that that was going to be your pick. Pardon.
1: Oh. Well, one, that's a very fun and enjoyable movie, and I think Ansel Elgort does a very good job uh, as baby and Baby Driver, and he's just a spectacular driver, and the driving scenes in those movies are some of the best getaway driving car scenes in movies I've ever seen. Uh, So, I mean, he's who, he goes to the beat of music, which makes it even better, and uh that's why i would want driving my car getting away from a high scene so all right my
0: my driver I, I had him on my like top three list that i narrowed down uh, i knew that was going to be i, I kind of figured those were going to be your picks um well my driver my driver is the bandit from Smokey and the bandit um like i said at the beginning this is going to be a very diverse team from all walks of cinema um but one of my favorite movies growing up, I probably watched it a couple dozen times as a kid with my dad. Um, love it. I mean, he's cl- it's a classic. He's a classic driver, uh, and just an awesome movie overall. And I mean, he just keeps evading police officers. Like that's his thing. Like so, that's perfect. That's what I'm trying to get away from. Is police officers. I want the bandit driving my vehicle. Uh, go ahead with your next one.
1: All right, my next one. The uh, kind of muscle and weapons of the operation um eames from inception tom hardy's character um i i mean i think we had included him earlier oh when we did our tom hardy fantasy draft he was a a part of that um i mean he was when i thought of weapons he was the first person that i thought of for a heist um and he does a great job in that movie and it's i mean it's tom hardy he's great and he definitely is the muscle and the weapons for behind it, so he's who I'd want.
0: All right, um, I'll do my weapons. Um, a While this one, it's not so much somebody that I want developing the weapons, so much as I want somebody. In case there's a firefight, I want somebody. I want a sharpshooter. And on my team, if I'm picking a sharpshooter, oh, I'm no. taking Django from Django Unchained, played by Jamie Foxx. Um, <laughs> this is w- a
1: very diverse team.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, all walks of cinema here. Uh, Cause man, like he can he can shoot the apple off of a baby's head and not touch the baby. Uh, what a great character that was. Um, and, and the gunslinger I want on my squad, in case there ends up being a firefight, is definitely Django. Uh,
1: go ahead with your next. Is, one. is he good with? close combat or only uh, that a sharpshooter have you never watched the movie Django on chain no i haven't seen it
0: oh, well he can shoot f- from pretty much any distance i mean he up close and personal most likely because it's he's a cowboy that's what they do yeah um my backup was actually uh chris kyle american sniper uh played by bradley cooper but okay i don't necessarily think i'll need a sniper so much that i need somebody that's up
1: and close with yeah a, you need more a of a close combat kind of thing uh, there
0: so yeah, uh, Django is my next one.
1: Uh, go ahead. All right, for you know the final member of our team, I I think we might have the same person for this. Um, it, it's Benji from the Mission Impossible movies. He's my tech guy. Um,
2: Ooh,
1: okay. Simon Pegg, I think he does a great job in this role. He's one of the best parts about the Mission Impossible franchise. Um, he's great with computers and all sorts of tech and always just is creating different gadgets for them and can hack into anything. Uh, so Benji is who I want to get me into all the top secret buildings.
0: All right. So this was actually – this was a, this one was a hard one for me because I had written down like three different people here. Uh, my first pick, which I'm not – these are my first two I'm not going with. Um, I'll get to my third one and my final – my actual pick. Oh, geez. My first one I had was Tony Stark, but then I thought – He's very smart. He's very tech savvy, but he also—I feel like he's a little too messy. Um,
1: he would want to be I'm a not, leader, also.
0: Yeah, I'm not really trying to find somebody that's you know just gonna blow shit up. I need somebody a little bit, a little more sneaky. So my next pick to go off Simon Pegg was Scotty from Star Trek. Uh, he could beam people in and out, like. <laughs> that's great technology to have Like that's less work for everyone else oh man but then I thought there's one person I'm forgetting here Shuri from Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War she is the smartest person in the MCU character base um, oh, she is extremely tech savvy and she can build weapons so she has everything across the board I'm looking for on this f- wild team that I've assembled
1: here um, wow I didn't even yeah. think of her, but that, you know that that that's a good final note for your extremely diverse from all walks of cinema life <laughs> team.
0: <laughs> yes. So my fun, my final team is Dom Cobb from Inception, the Bandit from Smokey and the Bandit, Shuri from Black Panther and Infinity War, and Django from Django Unchained. Uh. So yeah, that's that's my team that I have assembled. Uh. And that is a team I feel very confident in if I were to. Perform a heist with that nothing would go wrong, and we would have a lot of money.
1: Um, I think my team is better, obviously, but um, we we can go with uh, what is that? Oceans Eleven. That it's a two heist people going off against each other. We can have a duel to see who can steal the object first.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll put that to the test. uh when brian creates the thing uh we'll throw it up with a poll uh I'll let you guys vote on it um tell us what team you think would perform the heist more successfully get away with more money less uh less bodies less
1: you know um cops less see i'm, I'm, you, not, a, you I'm not about the bodies and cops like i'm just in and out like sneaky you know I that's why i don't need a sniper a sharpshooter like you do like nah i'm
0: yeah yeah and i have django on the list in case that happens that's the problem and then you,
1: but then you don't have another like you're you're a close combat kind of person in case there's someone that you have to like knock out real quick like django's a cowboy he's just gonna shoot first ask questions later
0: i don't know did you watch the black panther movie or infinity war you think sure he's <laughs> not capable of doing that like I said, I picked her because she's not only great with You're tech right. getting in and out, but also she can build and use weapons. She's a dual threat.
1: Uh, yeah, and well, I, she's a triple threat, honestly. I mean, she could probably be the mastermind behind it as well.
0: Well, she'll have to fight with Leo DiCaprio on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to see. Uh, (laughs) yeah so so that's uh that's our highest teams for the week everyone um a little bit shorter episode this week like we said not a lot of news obviously you know where to find us on facebook roll the credits podcast on twitter at roll underscore credits pod um any final words you want to give the the listeners there brian
1: uh you know this this week's thanksgiving uh so have a happy thanksgiving enjoy your day off this week from all you workers and any college students out there enjoy having the week off of school. And, uh, I don't know. Have a good week.
0: Yeah, um, have a great week, everyone. I think we're going to get to see Creed 2 this week, probably. Um, At some point. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll both likely see it, whether we see it together or not is, is a different story. Um, and we'll see. Uh, can't I don't really want to promise anything else um, going forward, but uh we'll see as the week progresses um i know brian you have four movies coming out this week that you want to see but yeah, not all this well, week obviously but releasing and yeah there's three for me so we'll at least get creed creed 2 out um
1: it's, it's tricky episode. with the holiday because that it kind of avoids like that day and like black friday gets rid of that too why uh, plans man it's the holidays.
0: Okay. Oh, well. well, that yeah. doesn't stop me. I mean,
1: you do you. I always do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Later, okay. everyone. One, la- no, one last thing, oh, everybody. Oh God. Uh Today is Aaron's birthday. I don't no, know. No, it's not. Him- I don't have yep. a birthday. It's, it's his birthday today. Time, so time give, him a, con- give him a shout out on social media. Time a construct. It doesn't count.
0: Nothing, nothing matters in this world. It's, <laughs> no, it's no his basis birthday
1: right today, yet. so give him a shout out on all social medias. No, yeah, no Say that before he cuts off.
2: My way.